0: to become yourself welcome to creating a buzz about health podcast with paula carnell hello welcome to this latest episode so today i wanted to talk a bit about upset tummies and what's relevant for bees is also relevant for humans So during the winter months, we can't open up our beehives and it can be quite stressful and you can be quite anxious. And whenever you do see the bees flying, it's like, oh, good. They've survived. They survived another day, another week. And when you have wet weather, the bees can't fly and we don't know if they've got enough food in the hive. So there's all these kind of things that we can be worrying about. And then you can be looking outside the hive. You could see them flying when it's sunny then you might see bits of debris outside the hive so that's a good sign if you see dead bees or you see bits of larvae outside a hive that's brilliant because it means the bees are carrying out the debris so when there's been a sunny or a warm spell they've actually been able to do a bit of work do a bit of housekeeping so you know that they're well and healthy now then what can happen is you could see marks outside the hive now the bees in the winter They do not like to soil inside the hive. So they empty their bladders when they leave the hive. So this could mean if you've had a week of rain in the winter and then suddenly the sun comes out, you'll have the bees just flying everywhere. Now, I've got bees in my back garden right next to the washing line. And I now know that you do not hang big white sheets out the first sunny day, although it's tempting because you're going to get all these little brown spots on there which are from the bees emptying their bladders because they're so desperate they can't fly that far before they release it so you might get little specks on the outside of the hive as well or on the landing board all depending on the weather and how your bees are but sometimes you'll see the hive and it will just be splattered it will look like somebody's had a spray gun of upset stomach and this is what we call nazema and it's formed by two or it's, there's several causes and you can get chemical treatments and you're advised to use chemical treatments when your hive expresses nezima. And they found that by inspecting bees or, or doing research on bees, that there is actually a pathogen that affects the mid gut. So it's passed, it's like little spores that the bees will absorb from either other bees' feces or from um, nectar, pollen, their honey. So very much like humans, when you can just get an upset stomach where you've just had something that's gone into your body and your body's like, whoa, i got to get that out as quick as possible. And bees are the same. So if it's quite nasty cold weather, the bees will suddenly feel like, you know, if they have this nezema, they'll suddenly think, gosh, we've got to empty our bladders. And it might not be good enough weather for them to fly very fast. So they'll just literally get outside, relieve themselves, come back in some of them won't come back in because just like humans if you have a severe episode of diarrhea it can be enough to dehydrate you and and just wipe you out so bees are the same so it does have an impact and particularly if the colony are really severely affected it can be it can affect the reproduction of the bees it can affect the growth so the bee colony will slow down and not be big enough, strong enough to actually thrive or even get through the year. So it is something to be concerned about. Now, what concerned me is I don't want to use chemical treatments inside the hive. And there was actually an antibiotic that can be used. It's been banned in Europe, but American beekeepers can still use it. And what it's found is the antibiotic actually affects the behavior of the bees. So it's and and their nervous system. So it's, it's not very good at all and which is why it's been banned, thankfully. But that does leave a lot of beekeepers thinking, oh my gosh, my bees are sick, what can I do? So I started looking into it and thinking, well, what are the causes? And then also looking at human life and and what do we do? So we know we're more likely to get an upset stomach if we can't wash our hands. You know, if we have dirty hands and we touch something, And then we ingest some kind of pathogen and it's not meant to be in our body. Our body will just try and expel it as quick as possible. So actually, diarrhoea or sickness is your body's natural way of just removing stuff that shouldn't be in your body. So it's the same with the bees. They're just thinking, well, we don't want this. We've got to get it out. Now, what will help is that if you have a healthy environment, a healthy terrain, then the bees are less likely to have such a severe reaction. And also when the pathogen gets into the stomach, it might pass through, or the normal immune system will be able to effectively remove it without such dramatic circumstances. But if the bees are cramped in, you know, just like a household, if you have a you know a wet Saturday and no one can get out and the kids are in and everybody's like, ooh, and coughing and spluttering and you know dirty hands or whatever, then you're more likely to be sick. But if you can open the windows or if you can go out and stretch your legs, you get that fresh air and you just know you're going to be better. So interestingly, ventilation is really important for a beehive. And this comes down to one of the the great debates in beekeeping is about whether or not to um, leave the drawer in underneath your mesh floor of a beehive through the winter. So there's some people that say, oh, yes, because they'll get cold and drafty. So you leave the drawer in. So the bottom of beehive or some beehives have this mesh floor and um, it's so that any kind of mites or debris can just drop through the floor. Now, we only really started having mesh floors when varroa mite became a problem. Before that, we'd have solid floors on hives. So we have this current debate about should you leave a cover, which is like a slidey drawer that you can pull out and see what's dropped off. So if you were using a chemical treatment for varroa, the idea is you, you drench the bees with the chemical, the varroa might drop off, they go through the mesh floor and they go on the tray. So you can slide out the tray, count how many varroa and you can go, oh, yeah, the chemical treatment worked or we've got a lot of varroa or we've got no varroa. But then the argument is, do you leave that tray in through the winter, which will keep the bees warm because their floor is not all open or do you keep the the draw out because the ventilation will actually help keep the bees healthy so this is one of those you know ask three beekeepers and you'll get six answers and it really is you have to sort of tune in and think and and just experiment but i'm using a lot more hives now with a solid floor because in the wild the bees are more likely to have a solid floor. If they're in a cavity in a tree there's not going to be a mesh bottom or a slidey out drawer to remove debris. So I'm really interested to know what do bees do with all the debris at the bottom of their hive and how do they improve or affect their circulation. Now some of the hives that I work with are golden hives and they just have four cork hole entrances on one side of the hive. They have a solid floor and you know, a sealed roof. So the only ventilation is these four holes. What I have found with those bees is during the winter months, they will cover those holes with propolis. So they'll have a big dollop of pop- propolis. They'll mold it to make a curtain across the fronts of the entrances. Now this protects them from predators. It protects them from mice coming in. It protects them from wasps coming in. And so some of these holes, on many of the hives, out right, of the four holes, there'll only be one that's open enough And it might just have a hole the size for like one bee or three bees to come and go. And that's how the bees get through the winter. But then that affects the ventilation. So one of these golden hives I noticed a week ago was actually covered in Nazima. And it's really quite distressing because it really looks like a splatter gun of, of brown splodges on the front of the hive. So it's like, oh, what do you do? Because it's too cold to open the hive. And then what would i do anyway if i opened the hive although i am thinking it would give them a burst of in, in you know um, uh, ventilation so perhaps that would be a good thing to do but in wet cold weather it's a bit of a gamble so always carrying a hive tool which is a good tip but very rarely um, undertaking you can actually scrape off that nuzma because inside the feces is more of the spores. So if the bees are coming out and crawling around it, they're going to be picking it up on their feet. So you really want to keep the hive clean. So luckily, because it was wet, there was wet grass and I could scrape it off and then clean it up with some wet grass and some wet moss. So that got the worst of it off. And also by doing that, you can see if it's persistent. Does this happen again, you know, are they splattering again, in which case you realise that the bees have got a problem. And then maybe when it's dry, you can think about opening up the hive, having a look inside and just seeing what else is going on. But opening up a hive in cold weather could just kill your bees anyway. So I think a lot of the time we have to have more faith and trust in our bees and actually think they do know what they're doing. Let's just let them Get on with it and learn from this because if we do prop them up or keep them going for another week or or whatever how is that going to impact their offspring and the longer term development of the bees so we don't want sick bees mating or carrying on so it really is stepping back and watching and observing what nature does and then having a think well what can we do to help this so it's really made me think of making sure that in the winter months if we have a divider board in a hive it's not too close we have left a bit of space so that you have got better ventilation um and just keeping a close eye so just because it's winter and wet and cold it doesn't mean don't keep an eye on your bees so I hope this has helped so if anybody's worrying about nozema and they're thinking oh I've got to use a chemical treatment and even though you might have a friendly beekeeper that says, oh, it's banned, but I've still got some in my garage. It's banned for a reason. And we don't want to treat one condition only to create a worse condition in future generations. So let's learn from nature. Let's observe nature and just think, how would you feel if you were a bee? What would you need? Make sure the bees have got water either nearby nearby. Um, so that they can drink because if we have an upset stomach we want to have plenty of clean water we do want the fresh air and really it's making sure that there's plenty of good nutritious plants nearby because if the bees have a healthy balanced diet which includes inside the hive with the honey they've collected and saved as well as outside the hive when they're foraging they're more likely to have a strong healthy immune system so At this time of year when you could be thinking about what are you planting, think about sowing some seeds for some good herbs, some good medicinal herbs. Have a look um, and see what herbs are really good for digestion, what herbs are really good for, um, you know, just protecting the immunity. So things like peppermint, spearmint, um, thyme, rosemary, these are all really good herbs. And if you've got some of them near your hive, Then that's going to help your bees. And as long as you leave the honey that they've made from those herbs, that will help them get through the winter a lot more stronger and healthier. So I hope you've enjoyed this. And whether you're a beekeeper or not, I hope you found it quite interesting. If you have, do share it with a friend. Um, And if you want to know more about what's going on in my world with bees and creating a buzz about health, then just subscribe to my newsletter. And then you'll know whenever we have open days and what else is going on in my world? Thanks very much. Have a great day. This podcast has been produced and edited by the wonderful B. Brook, And the music was created especially for me by Raya. Thank you very much. You have to become yourself. Join us Open next time on heart. Creating a Buzz Open About health, health podcast heart. with Paula Carnell. Buzz you later.